0: Pentecost was a Jewish harvest festival that marked the 50th day after Passover. This passage of Acts portrays the Holy Spirit being poured out upon the disciples before the gathered and astonished people assembled in Jerusalem for the festival. Filled with the Spirit, the disciples were able to witness to the power of Christ's resurrection. A reading from Acts. When the day of Pentecost had come, the apostles were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthenians, Medes, Lamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved.
1: The Holy Gospel according to John. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he said this, he breathed on them. And said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. We might picture the Holy Spirit as fire, as a dove, as water, as wind, as breath, or think of the Holy Spirit as advocate, comforter, as counselor, as intercessor, as the giver of gifts. And yet, we don't talk about the Holy Spirit all that much, certainly not as much as we could. In the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it's the Holy Spirit that seems to get left out sometimes, especially among us Lutherans. Maybe the Holy Spirit is a bit too mysterious, or a bit too unpredictable for us, or just a harder concept to hold on to and to describe to others. But today, on Pentecost, we celebrate the Holy Spirit. On this day, we reflect and give thanks for the Holy Spirit that dwells and moves around us in unexpected and wondrous ways. In our first lesson, we read of the day of Pentecost. Jewish people from all nations were gathered in the city of Jerusalem, gathered for this special day, 50 days after the Passover, a day that celebrated the giving of the law on Mount Sinai. We read of the nations present, And it takes a courageous assisting minister to read this text, so thank you, Arlette. And it gives us a sense of the magnitude of what is happening, how much this day already meant to those gathered. In giving the law to the people of Israel, God claimed these people as God's own. They no longer belonged to Egypt, they belonged to God. They were set apart and called to live in a new way. On this special day, the Holy Spirit, the promised advocate, descends on the crowd with a rush of wind and tongues of fire appearing. But most spectacular of all, suddenly the disciples had the ability to communicate with the crowd. Those gathered from all over the known world, places the disciples had never traveled to, maybe places they had never even heard of. And yet they are able to communicate to this crowd. And the people who are gathered are able to hear the disciples' message of divine love, each in their own language. It is amazing and a little confusing. These are Galileans. How are they doing this? Some think that the disciples must be drunk. It's the only way that they can make sense of something this unexplainable. But this is the Holy Spirit at work. This moment that celebrates God's loyalty and grace, demonstrating God's favor once again. To understand and to be understood, this is one of life's miracles. It's hard to fully appreciate the gift of communication until you're tasked with trying to communicate with someone who hasn't learned to speak yet. Like my daughter Hannah, who is about to turn one next month. She loves to eat, and it is a joy to watch her delight in eating. But she was getting frustrated during meals after we had been eating for a while. And we couldn't figure out why. Was she frustrated because she wanted more food and we weren't feeding her enough or fast enough? Or was it because she was all done? Or was it something else entirely? So I tried to teach her the signs, more and all done. Those are pretty common ones that you try to teach uh, babies. And I practiced them day after day, but she wasn't repeating them. And then I noticed a funny habit of hers. After lots of not-too-messy eating, at some point in every meal, hands covered in mashed potatoes or spinach puree or whatever she happened to be eating, she would put her hands in her hair. (laughs) After dinner, I would clean her up and put her in her PJs. And every night, I'm cleaning food out of her hair, which is thankfully short and easy to clean. But then it hit me. I think touching her head is her signal that she's finished. She seems to do it every night. So I tested it the next time we had dinner. All done. And this time, instead of doing the ASL sign, I tapped my head. All done? Hannah's face broke out into a huge smile as she tapped her own head in return. I was trying to teach her. Our language, but she needed me to speak in her language. And she was so happy that I finally understood. The disciples were commissioned to go and to baptize all nations, but with their own abilities, how would that even be possible? It is with this gift of communication that they are equipped with exactly what they need to do the task that they are called to. I want to jump to our gospel lesson for a moment because it's a great juxtaposition to the Acts text. Here, the Holy Spirit appears in a completely different way. Now, this passage from the Gospel of John, it's not the text that our minds jump to when we hear Pentecost. It doesn't have any of the pomp and circumstance and drama that we usually associate with the day. But the Holy Spirit is just as present here. The disciples are locked away, afraid of what will happen to them after Jesus is crucified. They don't know what to do next. And Jesus appears to them right when they need him. He breathes on them, and in this divine breath gives them the Holy Spirit. He gives them the peace that they need. He frees them from fear. The Spirit will equip them to do exactly what they are called to do, to continue the work of Jesus, even the ministry of forgiveness. There's no crowd to witness this. It happens in secret behind a locked door. And we wouldn't know anything of it, except that it's been written down and preserved for us in our Gospels. Sometimes the Holy Spirit isn't found in the loud rushing wind, but in simple breath. Have you ever found yourself receiving encouragement at the exact moment that you need it? Like maybe you're tired that day or something didn't go quite right. Maybe there was a criticism, deserved or not, and you can't help but take it to heart. But then that's the moment that something unexpected and good happens. Like a little thank you note comes to you or a funny email or coffee from a friend shows up. I think sometimes the Holy Spirit is like that. Providing just what we need in the exact moment of our needing it working through others to give us a little wink. Yes, you're on the right track. You're exactly where you need to be. In the text from 1 Corinthians, we are reminded that there is one spirit, but a variety of gifts, a variety of activities, but one spirit that activates them all. Meaning that the Holy Spirit is going to appear for everyone in a unique way. There are so many ways that I witness the spirit at work in Emmanuel. I see it in the energy and the excitement that's bubbling up for supporting the Beverly School in Kenya, especially after Sue and Kathy presented on their trip. Immediately, people were asking, what can we do? And when can we have a fundraiser? I see the spirit at work in sending Pastor Josh on sabbatical with our blessing in the ways that we care for the leaders and staff at Emmanuel, I see the spirit at work in our nursery schools, the one that's here at Emmanuel and at Christ Lutheran in West Boylston. Because with those schools, it means that outside of the kids who gather here in our worship space, There are other kids learning Bible stories, singing songs about God's love, and praying together. The Spirit is at work in the way that we are called to feed our neighbors. So many of Emmanuel's ministries now involve feeding people and working to bring an end to food insecurity. We just keep growing in this gift. I see the Spirit alive in the secret generosity, in the way that needs are met with anonymous giving and donors that refuse recognition. I feel the spirit when the choir sings the anthem or when kids gather in the front of the worship space or in a packed sanctuary on Easter Sunday morning or in the smaller, cozy group that worships outside in the chapel at 8 a.m. There are so many ways that the Spirit moves among us. There isn't just one Pentecost text, or even three Pentecost texts. There are hundreds, because the work of the Spirit is woven into Scripture from the very beginning, from when creation was spoken into being, from the breath of God animating the first people. The Holy Spirit comes to us in unexpected times and unexpected ways, in a crowd with spectacle and in quiet moments that are held close to our hearts. On important days of celebration and remembrance or when in the midst of fear and sadness we're wondering what God is up to. The Spirit can work in ways that are big and bold but the Spirit also works in ways in the ongoing life of a Christian, in the quiet moments persistently guiding and nudging us in the right direction, equipping us for the mission that we are called to, giving us the variety of gifts and the community of people with those gifts to be the body of Christ. We don't have to wait until Pentecost to celebrate the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells and moves among us every day. So let's keep looking for the ways that the Spirit is at work and celebrating the holy in our midst. Let the Holy Spirit who dwells within each and every one of us stir in our souls, give peace to our hearts, put a fire in our bellies, guide us in serving, free us from fear, satisfy our longings, move us to forgiveness, bring us to understanding, unite us in love, and
0: breathe in us new life. Amen.